mm-hmm. again, her version of princes and princesses and yeah, things so like that are like, Disney based. That's what I was going to say. It's the stuff of fairy tales. So Yes. So and you- so I wonder if people are mourning a fairy tale more than they're mourning an actuality. What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre. And welcome to another episode of Teachers Like Us. Yay! I feel like... It's actually a somber day. I don't know. I know. I just about to say that. Celebration day. Who I was knows? just about to say I should not be in <laughs> should have my head hung low, really, really <laughs> soft, calm voice for the time that we are in right now. I guess it depends on who you are. Yeah, What's no. Are we just, um, are we jumping into it or are we just gonna are we gonna start with a mental health check? <laughs> no, we'll do mental health check first. So for me, right. life is blessed, you know, out here taking care of children. Found out like the saddest thing about my um oldest the other day. Um, so she goes to, she's in school and she goes to after school care. Mm-hmm. Um, and first couple of days of school, I, when I picked her up, she used to have like tears, like dry tears on her face. Cause clearly she was crying at some point in the day. Oh, no. So I asked, um, the person that works at her after school care came to me, uh, sometime, like, I think it was Thursday or Friday last week and said like, Hey, I found out when she's crying. And I was like, when? And she said, it's after school because um, she's seeing all of the like JK, SK kids getting picked up by their parents right after school. And then she has to wait until um, the person from her after school care comes to get her. And it's not me or her mother. So she's sad. She's like, no one come to pick me up. (gasps) Oh, no. And I was like, oh. That's so devastating. Yeah, so I had to talk to her, and I was like, you know, you're in school. Daddy's at school. Mommy's at school. We all finish school at different times. Try and get you as soon as you can, child. I'm sorry. Oh, I failed you. No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel that. I Oh, my gosh. My whole heart. That's how I feel about <laughs> my kids right now, where I'm like, you know, it's such a like a blessing to be able to drop them off and pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um. And when I started thinking about like not doing that anymore, because at some point it's going to come to the point where like I am no longer available to do that. It made me like start crying, go figure. I was like, oh my gosh, like I really grown accustomed to drop off and pick up. Mm -hmm. And I love like seeing their faces. And I, you know what, truthfully, the control freak in me likes knowing they have been dropped off. I saw it happen. I saw them go to their teachers. And when I pick them up, I have them. And so mm. there's like, there's, there's no worrying involved. Um, and for me, who's a worrier, you know, it's a lot. So, oh, I feel, I feel my, for her, but so I was like, oh, my bad. My bad. Felt bad. I've been like, damn you other parents who are available. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you guys? Let your kids walk home. What's going on? Therefore, let them figure it out. <laughs> Jeez. Or pick them up around the corner. Nah. Daddy Bear says the same thing. He's like. These kids can walk home soon. Like Sister Bear's friend. So Sister Bear is nine. Um, yeah. She has a friend that's not in her class, but in the other grade four class. And he walks home with his little brother. Um, his little brother, I think, is in grade three. Like they're grade four, grade three. They walk yeah. to and from school every day. And I 
cannot even like there's no way I'm letting these guys. And walk what's crazy to is out of anybody that could walk home another human being, it's her. I know it is. She could get it done, me. no problem. Yeah. I know no she would. No problem. I just I can't even fathom making her walk. No, like that's stressful for me. I can't do it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Um so, so yeah, how mental are health you doing? Check. Yeah. Um whew. You know, I am okay, so I feel like the depression piece is lifting. Um I have switched meds, so I think maybe those are kicking in. But the okay. anxious piece, whoo. The anxious piece is not trying to leave at all. Um mm. yeah, like I am feeling just like super anxious about everything like everything is like triggering for me right now which i don't like like i feel like i live a pretty like you know i'm typically anxious but like this kind of anxiety is just like it's debilitating to be quite honest like i just feel every time i turn around i'm panicking about something and i'm like can we just like calm down for 10 seconds and like (laughs) my brain can tell like my brain is like relax like nothing you are not in any danger but my body like even right now my heart and my chest are tight Hoit like a toiger. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're doing, we're we're self caring, we're therapizing. <laughs> mm. it it's order. crazy that like even though you say like, hey, the depression is lifting. Some some anyone could think like, okay, then she can go back to work now. You're good. You're fine. But. That's not the case. Everyone no. has to go through things just diff- differently. It's weird. Yeah. So, you know. Like, how do you know you're okay to go back? That's a good question, Andre. Ooh. Good job. Oh, interview, <laughs> interviewer of the year question. Like, once you've taken leave for some sort of medical reason, especially when it's a mental health concern, uh-huh. how do you actually know when you're, like, ready to come back to work? That's a really good question. I would say I would say I don't know. I don't know how other people would describe this, but like for me, I know what my normal levels are of anxiety are. Mm. Um and so like when I feel like I reach my normal levels of anxiety, this is not it. Like me panicking, if I'm panicking all the time, that's not it. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not healthy, I'm snippy, I can't think. Um yeah so yeah i don't know when do i i don't know (laughs) truthfully a lot of it i think comes down to um truthfully finances for people because again you're taking reduced oh yeah yeah yeah, that's true so for some people they'll just be like well i've had enough time to think about it and yeah it's time to get it together i have groceries to buy type thing yeah yeah precisely and then for some people um, you know, they truly do feel like, okay, I've just had a moment to step away. I'm not there. I'm not at a place where I'm like, okay, I've had a minute to step away. I feel comfortable and confident. And, you know, I actually just feel like, yeah, I feel anxious. I feel really anxious. And I don't like, I don't even know how to say this like diplomatically, but like, I need information. I need Mm. information to function. And so I just don't feel like the environment is conducive to me not having anxiety. Like, I need 
I need communication. I need to be talked to. I need to know things so I can make informed decisions. Mm. So, yeah. I, I hear that. That's like a, I feel like that's a general teacher thing. Or it's like at, at any moment, especially right now, like here at, um, in our school board and in most school boards around this time, we're doing like, you know, reorganization day. So kids are getting shuffled around. Teachers might even be getting shuffled around and losing their jobs and just always having that this time of year where it's like, ah, things are seem like they're normal. I start the I start the year, but then all of a sudden I could be gone. I could have a new group of kids. Yeah. I could be in a new classroom. I could be teaching something else. I could not be teaching at all and be at home. This yeah. weird time overall. Very stressful. Uh, we've been through it, both of us. Yeah. And yeah. All right. So let's get into today's topic. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What are we talking it. about today? Well, as we were saying but at the very beginning, today is our, our um, supposed to be, you know, day of mourning. Um, for all of you that are, I don't even know. If I don't know how you bubble, not know. <laughs> yeah. I was you've been say, in a bubble. <laughs> yeah. How do you not know? Because this is not a Canadian thing. This is not an American thing. This is not a UK thing. This is a worldwide event that Which is, is taking place. A problem in and of itself that it is a worldwide event. But uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But we are um today is the nineteenth of September and we are marking today as the um Queen's funeral. So Queen Elizabeth the I don't want to get Second. this wrong. Queen Elizabeth II um, mm-hmm. passed away sometime this week or next last week, and um, she is having her funeral today. She, they did like the tour of the body, I guess you could say, um, throughout last week, and mm-hmm. now her body is going to be put to rest today. And like most funerals, whether it's um, for a a famous celebrity or for this case, a head of a monarchy, then. Um, it's something that is a worldwide event that is televised for all to see. And there's even been um, uh, countries have made today a holiday, mm-hmm. um, whether that is a federal holiday or for us, they've made it for. So for Canada, it's not a provincial holiday here in Ontario, but it is a, it is a federal holiday. And um, yeah, it's just I, I guess we're here just to share some points on it from just a teacher standpoint, because there's been a lot of like. Uh, back and forth on what you should say or shouldn't say or should mm-hmm. teach or should not teach to the kids around this event. And it, I'm hoping, again, if you're a good teacher, you know that these are the times that you really have uh, good conversations in classes when you're bringing up like current events where the kids are going home and hearing a perspective from their parents, looking at somebody make a video online, whether it's TikTok or something like that on their perspective. And then the kids form their own perspective and then come into the school building and are challenging other students about what they think and stuff like that. So it's a good teachable moment overall, but still a good place to have um, a real discussion. And that's hopefully what we'll do today. I know what side of this is going to stand on and I'm not going to stand there on purpose and just be head of contention over here. You're so annoying. <laughs> but, but people have been like, this has been polarizing for kind of everybody, I will say. For sure. Um, because, you know, um, if you looked at black Twitter or Irish Twitter, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was wild. As wild I say, 
Capital W, wild. They were dealing with her so dirty. Listen. But all fun. All funny. No, I didn't see I didn't <laughs> see sorry, one joke on where I, you better yeah, stand on your side. I know, but I didn't see one joke where I was like, ah, you guys pushed the envelope too far. That ah, that wasn't gonna into that wasn't done in good taste. Like every joke, spot on. I I don't know when everybody became a comedian, but hey, you guys got it on that day. You guys took this topic, ran with it. You say bolted it. World records across the board. Good job. Oh my goodness. So okay. I I don't even know where to begin with this because like I said, the memes were killing. Like they were hilarious. Um I I don't know. I I understand where people who are mourning come from if you are family. Okay? So I'm going to go family. If okay. you're family. I get that. You are mourning your person, right? Yes. As you should. You know? Um but for everyone else, I I do. I kind of wonder like what what you're mourning? I don't know. Do you like, feel that way? Do you, sorry, do you feel that way because of who it is? Like or do you have that stance like for anything? So when people mourn celebrities in general, are you like, hey, I don't like they're like, yeah, you know, you like them in that movie, but they're not family type thing? Or is it you know just what? for her? Okay. So I will say that I I am hypocritical in this sense. <laughs> Certain celebrities, I'm like, mm. all they did was act. Like, what did you do? But I had like a visceral reaction to like Chadwick Boseman passing. Okay. Like that for me felt personal. And I feel like it was more because I felt his loss for the culture. You know what I mean? Okay. Same I, thing with Kobe for me. When Kobe yeah, passed, yeah, I was like, like, woo. I didn't know it hit me so hard until I think I was in class with a student and just talking about it. And mm-hmm. they broke down and they're like, yo, like Kobe's my favorite favorite player i follow all these things about him and to know that he's even though he wasn't playing basketball at this time just to know mm-hmm. that he's not here anymore hit that student hard so for me i was like oh no yeah you're right this is hard Those were also untimely right like mm. they but in this sense like you're old out. and the like, time is coming <laughs> it's not funny i apologize like this podcast is not gonna go well because it's not funny that someone has passed away but like in all fairness, it was her time. Her time, yeah. Uh, her time. And I just, yeah, I wonder what contributions you're mourning. Like, what is it that she did that you're like, man, now that she's gone, dot, dot, dot. Okay. What? What is my question? Um, And so, again, I am like... Okay, you know what? Here's like a great, a great kind of like example of just life. So I am like very, you know, decolonial, anti-monarchy. We know where I stand on these things, right? Like it yes. is no secret. But I had a conversation with Sister Bear, my daughter, right? Again, she's nine. And so we were talking about this and she was like, man, I love kings and queens and princesses and mm-hmm. princes. 
So, and that's the bell. <laughs> yeah, and so she was very much like, I don't understand where you and daddy are coming from right now. Like, because we were just like, eh, all right, like, yeah. keep it pushing into, you, you know, the 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 monarch the English monarchy itself is responsible for all of these atrocities blah 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 blah, and she was like, I know, but I love the idea of all of this stuff. And I said, you know what? Like, what can I say to that? I can explain to her why we think the way we do, but mm-hmm. again, her version of princes and princesses and yeah, things so like that are like, Disney based. That's what I was gonna say. It's the stuff of fairy tales. So yes. So and you, so I wonder if people are mourning a fairy tale more than they're mourning an actuality. And I've, then I also wonder, okay, so here's like part two to this, right? If yeah. we go into like the teaching aspect of it, um, how as a board can we say decolonial? We're talking about, you know, uh, like black students. We're talk like we're prioritizing indigenous students. We are really saying like as a board, we have been responsible for upholding colonial structures. But then we say, but make sure you fly those flags at half mast because you better pay respect mm. to the colonial structure. And so this is when I'm this is when I'm going to question things. Um, and I don't think that anyone has provided a solid answer for how both exist. All right. So for your first part, I really think a lot of people, again, are in that space where Again, you're set. You have celebrated the stuff of fairy tale. Um, so this person now has been a part of everyone's life, everyone. So there's mm-hmm. people where you know, um, Queen Elizabeth had been sitting on the throne since your grandma was a youth. Yep. Right, since your grandma was born, she's been <laughs> she's been sitting on the throne, mm-hmm. and um, so for a lot of people there. And maybe even more so in England. And I've I've never been to England, so I can't even speak to that perspective. So I've I've seen pictures of Buckingham Palace. I've never actually been there, mm-hmm. but I I know from what I've seen online is just a lot of people the the I guess the aura that is carried by the the royal family over there it means a lot. This is not just a face on our money type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still a lot of ties. We still saw them to they i guess to them the things that because a lot of people talked about just a lot of the uh community-based stuff that um queen elizabeth was responsible for it so maybe to the people that are living there Mm -hmm. they they they're seeing that and feeling that or like you know the news announcement is queen elizabeth passes whatever for x amount of dollars to be put towards this and now you're seeing what that money does where me in canada i don't see any of that Yep. Right or me and wherever I live, I don't see any of that. So maybe yeah. I can. So for me, my understanding um, of the morning that a country can go through, so that the United Kingdom can be going through right now, mm-hmm. I understand that this is this is um, someone that you all hold in high regard. Kind of like if the same way if the prime minister, I guess, were to pass. But if he passed and he was ninety-seven years old. I think that's all the more that's more the reason because now like how you're saying that whole familiar as or yeah like that aspect of like this is a family member to a lot of people here this is like this is Lizzie's grandma to some of these guys 
Not Lizzie. <laughs> this yeah. is like this is <laughs> it's my grandmother that passed. People it's call a, it her Lizzie was killing me. <laughs> <laughs> she's a stand in the she's a stand in the community. Um Okay. So they're going to have have whatever feelings that they have about her because of that. But again, like I said, I only apply that reasoning to the people living there. Mm-hmm. If you are not living there, this is a lady that you saw on your money, a lady that you saw on TV from time to time at a derby in Woodbine, if you're from here, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or that did, you know, did this like, oh, I'm going on tour just so that my subjects can see me type thing. And I'll do this every 10 years. So you saw her from time to time. But other than that, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> so the tie that you have to her, mm-hmm. it's it lowers itself for me. So like for someone like me, I, I, I have an understanding of, yes, this is a person that passed. At the end of the day, person, you passed away loss of life although you know you lived a long super super long and pampered life Mm -hmm. um your time has come and whoever your family members are i can have friends or or friends yeah i can have yeah i can have sympathy for them and be like ah you know me personally i'm not making no memes but these (laughs) ones that are here already hey they're here I didn't make any memes either, just to right? throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, like, the I didn't make any, but the ones that are here, they're here. But I'm going to share them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to laugh. I'll give my one, two eye emoji for them. But <laughs> Right? Um, and then to answer, like, the, the second part of, like, just how is, how are we now being mandated to go about the teaching of this stuff? Like, for example, um... Right now, today, when we're done this podcast, at one o'clock, I have to go announce a time of silence, mm-hmm. a moment of silence, a mandated moment of silence. I don't, are you calling students in early to do this moment of silence? Like Mandated moment, I don't know. Everybody outside, know. stop, drop and roll. Exactly. <laughs> I just know it is a mandated moment of silence. So for this man, like, we are going to... M- it I think this that part just irks me a little bit because like hey, just last week we had September eleventh go by. Not a thing. Not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? There's so many other days that go by where I, I guess important people have passed. And maybe like, you know, on the day that they passed, we said, Oh my gosh, they're gone. Mm-hmm. But now to be like, no, we must. Yeah. That is a hard thing. Or even in co- in um, classrooms, you're being told, hey, don't have conversations where you're kind of, you know, um, shining a light on the negative sides of the of the mm-hmm. queen and her and her reign overall. Right. When when you really look at history, I don't I like for me personally, being a history person, like I can't even call it a reign. Like, yeah, you sat on a throne, but <laughs> your your pop. <laughs> Yeah, like your pops kind of aligned things already. Democracy was already going on. You were signing <laughs> papers from time to time. Like it wasn't like a a rain. It wasn't a rain. Yeah, me. I. Okay, so here's where I think things get really problematic. It's really problematic not only in the mandating, but in the the fact that it is September 19th right now, and we're about to celebrate 
this morning or whatever we're mourning we're celebrating whatever you want to call it celebrating her life yeah and then september 30th is orange shirt day yes so like who is responsible for residential schools like i just feel like there's a real disconnect there in acknowledging things like so again i almost got into like a little twitter beef tweet beef Twitter beef <laughs> with some person. So I just tweeted, like I tweeted about like, I don't understand how these two things can coexist. And I was genuinely asking, like, can somebody like, just give me something. Mm-hmm. And then of course somebody had to come back with like something super snippy, like, yeah, well, how do you want us to mourn? And I'm like, yo, mourn by yourself, do your thing. Like I'm not telling other people not to mourn. I'm saying I maybe don't understand it, but I'm not telling you don't mourn. If you need to mourn, then you mourn. But what I'm saying is it's like forced morning on everybody yeah um and not understanding how triggering that can be to certain communities especially a lot of indigenous communities um i think is super harmful um this moment of silence like what what are we doing to again protect indigenous students right now who may feel directly harmed by this Um, it's kind of like um you know how how cancel culture works where you know a we go back and look at your old tweets and now it's like ah you're a horrible person right i feel like we are mandated don't go look back that's the mandate don't don't worry about back there (laughs) right now we're we're looking at the sweet old lady that passed (laughs) and that is that is all don't 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 ask what she signed yeah don't don't ask questions don't ask what she approved don't ask what she let just just slide don't ask any of that. We're here now and we're dealing with now. Put the flags at half. For a while, too. Like, yeah, the, like, like all last week. So when is today the last day of mourning? Like, I don't even know. I stopped following at a certain point because I was like, this is ridiculous. So, and again, like, we are still in the process of finding, like, unmarked graves at residential schools. And so I feel like it's distasteful. Like, it almost feels a little... It feels like all of the other work that is being done, like all of this equity work feels very lip servicey. It feels like, oh, so like yeah. you're you're here for this work when it looks pretty, when it kind of like, you know, but you're not here when it has to challenge something that you hold as like the the thing, right? And so I just wonder like, what do we really mean by equity work? What do we mean by anti-racism work? What do we mean by anti-bias work? You know, like I, and I think, I think to stand somebody on the needs other, to ask those questions. I feel like standing on the other side, I feel like being on the other side, I can say that all these things are important. However, I, we still have a, again, a mandate to honor this person. Right? So um, it goes, it even goes to like, you know, um, there is time. There is a time where, uh, for here in Canada, the first prime minister, where people are going around and pulling down like statues of uh, Sir Johnny Macdonald once it, <laughs> once it came out that hey, he was involved in some sort of way with the start of these residential schools or the continuing. If you don't want, if you go into your history and you don't want to say the start, cool. Say mm-hmm. the continuation of these residential schools. Yeah. Um, so people are going down, pulling down his statues mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And um, even going to where his gravesite is and trying to defile it in different ways. And there, there, there was a, <laughs> hey, cut it out. 
regardless of what this person did, there's still a certain like honor and reverence because of the position that they held. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's the exact same thing here. You had somebody sit on a throne for however many years, 70 something years. Um, and hold a position, this position of, I can't, uh, position of power. I yeah. don't know how much power, but position of power for this amount of time, affecting so many people positively, negatively, whatever the case may be. So, yes, we are doing all of this work and looking to dismantle things and um, uh, change our mindset around things. However, we still need to honor the person themselves for what they did and the length of time that they did them for and all of that stuff. So I feel like, okay, so what I have, so like when you're sorry, just to finish. Mm -hmm. So when you're saying how can two things exist at the same time, they have to, because while she was alive, we were making changes. And while we were making those changes, while she was alive, there was never no, there was no real questioning to her. Like you didn't really see anybody going like, Hey queen, why didn't you do this? That Party sounds weird. Queen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lizzie, why didn't you do anything about this? How come you're not speaking up about this? Right? You only really saw like negativity with the whole Meghan Markle becoming part of the royal family. Yo, that's that another thing. They, yo, Eng- the English stay treating Meghan dirty. But in any case, yeah. um, one of the things that I was thinking about too as you were talking, and I was trying to like look it up as I was, uh, as you were talking, was, um, when you're talking about statues and stuff and like who do we honor and how do we honor them and things like that i feel like at a certain point you can acknowledge right that that this thing has happened so i'm not saying like don't talk about it i'm saying 100 yeah. talk about it talk about it but like talk about it like talk about the things that happened but if we think about ryerson university right Changing oh the name, its name change yeah whole name change because they realize that Ryerson was instrumental in the residential school system. And they were like, ah, we don't, we can't have this guy's name on our things. And so they changed that. And so I just, again, I am not saying by any means to not say anything and be like, ah, it happened, but we're just not going to talk about it. Cause whatever I'm saying like when, yeah, when you're talking about her accomplishments, question mark because i'm wondering (laughs) what you're actually saying that you have to balance it then or you Mm -hmm. have to talk about like all of these other atrocities and then i think it also brings up deeper questions about like the monarchy in its entirety and where it belongs in the quote-unquote canadian vernacular like what is the purpose of this institution still listen bell yeah, you got to do your moment of silence. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I just think the flags at half-mast for this length of time, actually, period, is a little bit of a slap in the face. And that's where I'll end it. Yeah, and I think just to wrap it up for me as well, I would say, hey, teachers, go and have, like, if when this stuff comes up, because it should be coming up in your classroom, it's a current event, kids are going to have questions. Mm-hmm. Go have have real conversations with them. It could be a project like, yo, let's go look up her accomplishments like Alyssa was just talking about. Let's go look up some of the stuff that she did. Question right? mark? <laughs> let's, yeah, let's go look up some of the stuff that she did. Or um, I know for me, when when I taught history, 
um, last year in grade eight, and you have to talk about Sir Johnny McDonald, my thing was, hey, let's look up both sides and come to our own conclusion of whether or not this was this great man because he was the first prime minister of Canada. Or maybe he was this just shady man that was just like, hey, give them money so that they approve what I want, which is essentially what he did the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you have to, as much as you might like be on one side of the fence, you have to still open it up to the kids so that they can actually explore I both agree. sides. I agree. I think you let need them to open explore it up to both the sides. Like I can strongly be on one side. Like I super love the queen. It's not my job to make you all love the queen. It's my job to present facts and present um, two sides of the coin and say, hey, you flip it, you figure it out. And promote inquiry. Get them to look. And we'll end the episode there. Thank you. We are teachers like us. You can find us wherever you decide to put your subscription dollars. If you're looking to keep up from when we're dropping new episodes, you can follow us on Instagram at teachers like us. If you're looking for um, more content from Alyssa, I don't even know what you do over there anymore. Like last last week was McDonald's. Oh, Nick's. We'll do. Uh, if you're looking for some Nick's underwear, some leak proof. All all the gal that I'm looking for leak proof underwear. <laughs> it is the best. Alyssa G Titer on Instagram and Alyssa G Titer underscore ten for your Nick's discount ten percent. And we'll That's see all. you next time. Peace.